Alright, welcome everyone to Joe Star All-Stars, a podcast by four swinging New York nerds for all you swinging New York nerds out there. I'm, as always, Joey Foyles, and these are... Grant, Tim, and Victor. And we're here today to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Episode 10, New York's JoJo. So, I like that this season starts things off right, with Speedwagon. It's the first damn thing you see on screen, and it's perfect. Thank and he's God. Wearing his, he's wearing his hat all jaunty still. All right, mm-hmm. all right. Does that? That's not. That's not his hat. That's not his no. hat. No, he took it off somebody who died. I, but yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I have really to assume hope... that's true, but I'm real disappointed it's not Zeppelin's hat. It's it's check. It's not checkered. It's not Zeppelin's hat. It's not Zeppelin's hat, but Zeppelin's hat. Like this is 57 years later. Zeppelin's hat was probably it retired honorably after a lo- lifetime of service. 57 years? Where did you get that number from? Doesn't it say 57? No, it's 49. It's 49. What? Okay, whatever. I, they're like the same number. I assume that Speedwagon threw it directly in the trash where it belongs. <laughs> like like three hours after Zeppelin died, he just threw it down the cannon and was like, alright, bye Zeppelin. <laughs> See you never. Wait, you don't think he has like some sort of speed wagon cave where he has a bunch of mannequins of his old hats that he puts the no, hats on? No, that's actually exactly right. Now that I, think about it. I mean, we he's find out bowler. that he's super rich, so he, he's got the the odd job bowler hat on one. He's got mm-hmm. the the uh, Zupoli hat on another one. He, yep. He's got the wig of his glorious, you know, front yeah, business in the front, party in the back, mullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was all natural. No, it wasn't. Don't look at look at it. <laughs> all right, so he's meeting for with uh, Strizo. Yeah, yeah, you remember that guy, right? A bunch, yeah, bunch, you... bunch of other jobbers who don't have band names, that, so I don't care about them. <laughs> yeah, but in, in the in the time between season one, you know, Phantom uh, Blood, and now it seems like they're doing pretty well for themselves. You know, Strizo well, look looking good for looking real damn good for his age and. Yeah, for being 57 years older, he looks pretty damn good. <laughs> and, and, and Speedwagon, he's like an oil baron now. Yeah. He went to he's Texas. like very wealthy. Went to Texas, got himself some uh, Texas oil money. Yeah. They... On, spoilers, that's episode two. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. But he's I mean, real ragged as the riches now. I, I forget that the episode two is just There Will Be Blood starring Speedwagon. I'd watch it. I would too. <laughs> Speedwagon drinks your milkshake. Yep. <laughs> Speedwagon can drink my milkshake all day long. <laughs> Damn it! I was about to say that. <laughs> ha! Beat you to it. But anyways, um, he contacted uh, Speedwagon contacted Strizo because he discovered something, and so they're going on an expedition to the wilds of Mexico. Really? You know, in order to explore these ruins. I thought it was the set of like an old alien movie. It's upsettingly organic. <laughs> yeah, like they're walking down a tunnel and it just looks like a like a rib cage. Yeah. It's a uh, distressingly organic is the right word, I guess. <laughs> the walls are alive. Just not really. Just an old HR Geiger picture, something. I don't know, man. And you know, season one, within five minutes, because again, JoJo has no sense of subtlety or anything. They're like, oh man, you remember last series when there was one mask? Now here's a few dozen. There's so <laughs> many masks. Immediately ratchet up the stakes beyond comprehension. I, I don't care what you say. This really worked on me because <laughs> ancient ruins, 
Like, it, it, it just always do it for me. Buck up, I'm a y'all. sucker. I'm a fucking sucker. It's time for JoJo Indiana Jones Adventure. Temple no. of the Lost Pillarman. It's not going to happen. For it. No, it's not going to happen. You can't make me believe that what I'm actually seeing in the first episode of a new part is actually what the show is going to be about. <laughs> I mean... Shut Good up. instincts. Shut up, Victor. <laughs> you don't know anything. <laughs> Look, we saw masks. We saw a pillar man. That's all you need to know about this. What thing. is a pillar man? Nobody knows. But you'll get to it. <laughs> They're um, male models who have been trapped since ancient times. It's true. <laughs> That's surprisingly accurate. So speaking of things that will have a broad impact on the rest of the series, we meet Smokey and he steals JoJo's wallet. Alright. So, Smokey is the new Speedwagon, right? No. He's wearing a hat. Don't don't even pretend. Come on. It, he Nobody does can so- replace Speedwagon. He does something villainous to JoJo. They've become best friends forever. He will come back many, many times, right? He's just going to just... be JoJo's squire the whole time? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> does it? No. So, okay. Here's something of my notes. This random soda vendor is really chatty and has a bunch of strange hot takes for, like, handsome the thing. He's like, money is the rule here, kid. She's <laughs> just like, who is this guy? He's treating somebody from the UK like he's from some exotic foreign planet. Like, <laughs> oh, you've never had this drink before. You must not be from around here. I- because I, I'm a spoil sport, I went ahead and looked up when the first Coca-Cola plant was in, like, made in Europe. It was made in Paris in 1919. Ha! There's Chill. literally no way this idiot has never heard of Coca-Cola. He's just playing around because this guy's a jackass. Which, <laughs> right? I guess, screwing with the with the population, like, the jerks of New York is what JoJo just wants to do. That doesn't surprise me. The guy charges him $5 for a Coke. Does he really? In, in 1938. He gives him a five. They cost a nickel. <laughs> he overcharged him by one, what is that, a thousand percent? Maybe he just didn't have change. Ten thousand percent. A hundred thousand. Right, like, he, he pulls out his wallet and he hands him the five, and then the next uh, scene, he's just like, the wallet's gone, he has a soda in his hand, no money. And he and maybe he was going to get change, and JoJo just doesn't care? We don't get to see that. I don't. There are so many questions. I don't. It doesn't matter to me, because we're because we're it's because it's time for hate crime. Y'all ready? Uh, oh yeah. So Smokey well, yeah. runs into a zombie they missed from the last series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and some weird flesh golem also. <laughs> and, and we really start with the problematic things up front. <laughs> Just yeah. Th- oh. How do you feel about police brutality against minorities? Oh, I it's... thought I thought we were going to talk about the the pigmen that are suddenly just infesting New York. <laughs> take your pick. He, he, he fills all uh, descriptions. Yeah, I, I, I wish I had more to talk about about the manga panels, but the, it's just the show right now. Oh yeah, it's just it's, the mo- it's just the show. Jesus Christ! This police officer is hideous in a different way, though. He doesn't look like he's melting. Oh, you're right. Right. He doesn't I mean, look like he's bulging full of just like grease. It, <laughs> Yeah. This is one of the rare instances where the manga art is, like, just definitively better than the <laughs> anime art. Like, it, it's more detailed, but also the shading and the lines and everything are just, they're just better. They don't uh, make them look that hideous. Uh, do you see Smokey in this manga panel? Because that okay, looks 
Smoky in this manga panel is a problem. Alright? I didn't say it wasn't that. Smoky in the manga is problematic. And I, I... Yes, Grant, to answer your question, we can unequivocally say that police brutality against minorities is a terrible thing, and I appreciate how monstrous this guy is. Like, he is a literal monster. <laughs> like, that's not even the only caveat we have to go to this scene. Uh, like, uh, to this season, at least. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that next episode. Also, you're going to have to have a preface. Real quick, uh... At the time that this was being written in original manga form, it would have been the late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, police brutality against minorities was a huge thing in America at the time. Uh, it yeah. still is, unfortunately. I mean, there was a there was a, a, a lull period where it wasn't like a defining feature of the zeitgeist, um, but I can only imagine that over in Japan, you know, somebody's thinking, all right. America. What's America? And then they just go to police brutality against minorities. Yeah, they go to fat cops and police brutality. So it was the Statue of Liberty, Coca-Cola, police brutality against minorities. Yep, in that order. I mean, they're not wrong. Uh, Unfortunately. That's Let's move on. I, I want to talk. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about striking visuals when Joseph uses Hamon. Can we just do okay. that, please? So, so the the cop beats the shit out of Smokey, and then Jojo shows up and he's like, "Sorry, officer. He's my good friend. It was actually a gift." And, and the cop is not really having any of it and starts picking his nose at him. And I don't understand why he's doing this. And he like he, he just sticks a booger on his face. It's so upsetting. And he it, rubs the booger on Jojo's face. I, I can't believe the cop was smart enough to be like, oh yeah, he's your friend? What's his name? Like, I genuinely cannot believe that the cop was smart enough to ask that question. That's fair. So so, so Jojo just uh, assaults these officers. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, Big it's time. great. It's great. Oh well, yeah, he shoves the man's own finger through his nostril. Not yep. up his nostril. Through his nostril. He's wearing it like a ring now. Ugh. It's it's very upsetting. Couldn't have happened to a more deserving person. Probably not. <laughs> so the no. other, I mean, you're right. The other cop draws on him, and guess what JoJo does? Whatever uh, the fuck JoJo wants. <laughs> <It doesn't laughs> this, this, energy cop, bullshit. this cop brought a gun to a Coca-Cola fight. <laughs> <laughs> As he then sends his hormone energy through the Coke, the ripples cause the... Coke to expand and the lid fires off the bottle so hard it like severs this guy's trigger finger. Is this sponsored by the refreshing taste of Coca-Cola? <laughs> yes, then we get an absolute glamour commercial shot of JoJo drinking Coke with the label out. <laughs> it's good. So a couple of things. First of all, this cop pulled the trigger on an unarmed JoJo. <laughs> Second. Somehow the finger breaks without pulling the trigger. <laughs> yeah, that's the surprising thing to me. It, look at look at the manga panel. The oh co- wow, that's it's real good, but it's also Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in this manga panel, the bottle is shooting the bottle cap out. The bottle cap, like Coca Cola, is written in like in a different resolution <laughs> on a manga panel. And to be fair, on the bottle it says Coca Cola. It oh, does. yeah, well, legally distinct, probably. <laughs> so, do y'all want me to go wherever Smokey is in the panel and just really blow up his face, so y'all can really feel the 1980s Japanese influence on black no. people? No. All right, maybe no. we don't need to wallow in how uh, 
problematic Smokey's depiction is in the manga. <laughs> okay, because he's better in the he's better in the anime, but also yes. he's a gremlin. This is <laughs> this is from the era that brought us Mr. Popo. I, yeah, I mean, we've got some real Popo problems here. We, we need like, in more can, ways than one. <laughs> yeah, I hate you. <laughs> we can roundly denounce it and <laughs> move on. That's actually not terrible. It's just badly drawn. Why is his mouth half his face? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Why I, is that eye there? I really, I really had to blow up that one. Like, what's terrible. going on here? This is a picture of Smokey, but it's drawn like way worse than Poco was in, in Phantom Blood. It's not just that his face lacks definition. The features are just all over the place. They're in the wrong spots. <laughs> Look, I don't know how uh, far you had to zoom in for that one, but I, it had to be really far. It, had, it, was, it was a little bit far. So we meet Joseph Joestar, official. Yeah. And look at his um, god-awful outfit. We get oh. the best fucking scene, though. I was so into it when Smokey asked, like, who are you? And he goes... I'm Josar, Joseph Josar, and the music kicks in. I was just like, yeah! Uh, Alright, so are y'all, are y'all joining the Joseph Josar Eyebrow Appreciation Club with me? Uh, yes. Because I'm rock hard right now. <laughs> okay, it doesn't quite do it for me because he's clearly inherited his grandfather's fashion sense. <laughs> like, this outfit is a nightmare. Oh, this me? outfit is worlds better than anything Jonathan ever wore. Do you, do you want it's me to still pretty bad. Do you want me to just go ahead and send you like the worst the worst manga panel for it? Alright, lay it on me. Because I'm already gonna do it. It's him wearing like seven hats. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Oh boy. It just says <laughs> Joe on it, thirty eight. There's like a fishing hook in there for some reason. There's another Joe on another hat. Is there really? Look is yeah. that a snorkel? I don't understand fashion. <laughs> and I just love that the name Joseph. of the chapter is Painful News, and it's just this <laughs> picture of, like, seven ads. Speaking of painful news, <laughs> uh, we cut back to Strizo and Speedwagon in this weird Mayan organic temple with Aztec. a pillar man, a man in stone up there. And, and then it. Strizo kills everyone. <laughs> How did he do this? Not before Speedwagon uh, starts saying, oh, that's not just a carving. He has amino acids. He he has a pulse. He has warmth. He has cells. He's alive. Speedwagon's really crushing on this guy. He hasn't hasn't felt a man's touch since Jonathan. That's fair. But all this is very spooky and very effective on me. It's evocative. And then Strizo asks about a flashback sequence with a 13-year-old Joseph. Oh, right. Also, the 13-year-old physique evidently is also inherited throughout the Joestar clan. <laughs> he looks way more like a kid than Jojo and Dio did in episode one. He does. Yeah, he looks way more reasonable. Still looks 20. <laughs> <laughs> he still looks 20. You're right. You're right. No, no, no. So the... the, the this hadget, how do they get on this plane? Start off there. They 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 hijack a biplane. (laughs) They sprinted across the tarmac and boarded it as everybody was on, and they were getting ready to taxi out or something. I don't know. (laughs) You know, there was a second plane. It was a mid-air maneuver. Why did they need to prepare for boarding? Yeah, plane to plane hijacking. Yeah. All right. Fine. Whatever. (laughs) What? What? Uh. 
the better question is how did they get off this plane? They don't. They because, don't. Because <laughs> so JoJo uh, basically takes on these hijackers he, uh, uh, by just zapping the pilot to death. Question. With Hamon. With Hamon energy. Was, which was the, who knows how he knows how to do that? Was the and pilot then, a vampire or something? <laughs> I don't how, know. how does Hamon work? Does it go through glass? I guess it goes through, goes through glass now. Yeah. It's whatever you want, baby. Like, <laughs> so he uses Hamon in a way that is less effective than maybe just punching the guy. Like, <laughs> I don't know, knocked him he out just pretty puts good. Puts him to sleep. It's just turns off his consciousness. Cool. Yeah, but he but he looks over at, at Speedwagon and is like, "All right, uh, let's grab these chairs and let's get out of here." And I'm like, All right, "Okay, these chairs, they're probably like ejection seats. They probably have parachutes on them." No, no. not a single no. parachute sight after you cut this, to them just being on the ground. They're laying they were on the like, ground. It's a good thing on... we flew past this convenient mountain. They're laying, they're laying on the ground in these chairs that have no straps, no parachutes, and I'm like. How the fuck did they survive this drop? <laughs> They're really comfy. Hamon? Hamon. Hamon. Yeah, they used I mean, the pilot to break their fall. <laughs> I mean, Hamon energy can make a glider out of a bunch of leaves, so why why not a chair? Just, you're right, imagine Just think what of the possibilities. My favorite part can is Joseph tells Speedwagon, wrap the pilot in this, as he just gives him a chair. <laughs> 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 Jojo Kill Cap 3. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are super dead. <laughs> they, were, they were pretty stylish, though. You gotta give it to them. Those masks were pretty good. Mm-hmm. They had an outfit going on. Because Speedwagon would have recognized them. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so we cut back to Strizo murdering a bunch of archaeologists. How? I... I Come on, come on! <laughs> they just fall over, and it's, blood just it explodes out of them. It's fine, whatever. Hamon can't be used to destroy; it can only be used positively. <laughs> are these archaeologists vampires? <laughs> yes, yes. Everybody's a vampire. <laughs> so he just fucking destroys Speedwagon with a kick to the head. This kick looks fucking brutal. And Strizo immediately becomes the worst character in the series. Somebody explain to me how this injury is going on. It, does Strizo break his head in half? I think so, yeah. It looks like it. Because he gets a... Oh, it's a big kick. It looks really mm-hmm. good in the manga. And it's just the worst fucking hit. Oh, it's, it's terrible. It's a bad injury. It looks like he died right there, but he continues to talk for 70 more hours. Or something, yep. I don't know. It's like a watermelon got squished open. Oh, no, no, don't don't show me oh, that manga God. picture that's somehow worse. It's, I think I oh, can see no. yeah. Oh, the front fell off. As, <laughs> As we, we, we cut back to Strizo, just JoJo posing, because it's the JoJo pose season. Yeah. Welcome this to is Oh, the that was something I definitely noticed this time. Now that I've, you know, gotten a new fan of blood under my belt here, I notice that Joseph Jojo poses in every frame he's in. Like <laughs> yes, and it's absolutely. really weird. Peak Jojo pose. Nothing Peak they pose. do makes any sense for Just the Just wait until we get to Pillar Man. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and here's the end of the uh manga panel of I don't know, Joseph wearing a a, a water balloon. <laughs> I, 
Yeah. I honestly yep. don't know how to describe what you just posted. It's it's a mess. It's, it's a, a mess. mess. All right. So, so before we go forward, um, you know, we were introduced to a new character this time, Smokey Brown, which is actually two musical references. So I think we're going to do half of it this time, right? Victor, we're going to lead us out with Smokey Robinson. Cool. Yeah, I I don't I don't know if I we will or should get to the other half, but maybe James Brown. Yeah, I I don't know how how clear a reference that is because they don't even say it in the anime. Eh. Like right. it's just Smokey in the anime. Yeah, but he's Smokey Brown. We'll get to it. We'll probably have a week somewhere in here. So, so yeah, let's do let's hear about Smokey Robinson, Victor. Okay. Victor here with another JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference. Set your Wayback Machine for the days of doo-wop, soul, and great rock and roll because we're covering Smokey Robinson. In all likelihood, Smokey Robinson is probably the earliest act I will ever cover for this series and one of the most significant to the development of pop music in the 20th century. That may sound like an overstatement, but I assure you it is not in the slightest. You may never have heard of Smokey Robinson. You may never have heard any of his songs. This many decades after his hit-making peak, I know it's entirely possible for you listening to this right now in 2018 to never have heard a single word he ever wrote. Though, I would say that's pretty unlikely given his 300-plus soundtrack credits on IMDb. Let me try to paint an adequate picture of how big Smokey Robinson's career was. Wikipedia has an article that just lists, quote, chart hits and other notable songs written by Smokey Robinson. This list has over 120 songs on it from the years 1959 to 1999. 53 of those songs made the top 40 in the US. 15 of them made the top 10. And maybe you recognize these three US number ones. My Guy by Mary Wells. Nothing you can take and tear me away from my guy. My Girl by The Temptations. And Tears of a Clown by Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. Robinson has written songs for the Supremes, the Marvelettes, Marvin Gaye, the Four Tops, the Jackson Five. The music savvy among you listeners know why already, because if it weren't for Smokey Robinson, we may never have gotten a Motown Records. Robinson was the one who pushed Barry Gordy Jr. toward the idea of founding his own record label, and what resulted was the highest earning African American business for decades, the cultural leader in promoting black entertainers throughout the 60s and 70s. The Miracles were one of the first acts signed on once the label went live, and Robinson was one of their biggest songwriters, as well as the label's vice president for around 20 years. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1987, the second year of the Hall's existence, and the same year JoJo's Bizarre Adventure debuted in Weekly Shonen Jump. So maybe, maybe you've never heard the name Smokey Robinson. 
but his fingerprints are all over the pop landscape, and his influence has been felt around the world, even in Japan. All right, thank you, Victor, for that uh, Smokey Robinson thing. Yeah. Perfect. It was excellent. A-plus, as always. Not enough Sonic Adventure for my taste, but I recognize that other people are wrong and don't like that sound. That you're trash? Joey, so, do you, Joey, do you <laughs> just want to make a Sonic podcast? More than a little, though. Oh. Oh, oh, no. Oh, are no. we friends? <laughs> Please, no. You know what? This, is, this was a big part of my childhood. I owned a Genesis and not a Super Nintendo. Well, I'm sorry you couldn't be right. All right, so oh, what's hold this? On, no. <laughs> We're not going to talk any about those garbage Sonic games before Sonic Adventure. Dear God. <laughs> My goal is to have no friends at the end of this podcast. You're just doing this because you know Grant has to listen to the hate mail this week, so you're really trying to push it over the top. I'm just yeah. going to just select all and then hit delete. Oh. <laughs> That's not right. mix it up from normal. You, you know what? You're right. I'll just set another filter to forward all Sonic related emails to Joey. Yeah, I'll just store them right next to my secret of mana ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we find out that Strizo had it bad for Dio. Same. I Who mean, can blame him? No, nobody can blame him. No, because he want. It was because he wanted to live forever, and Ripple was going to help him do that. But Ripple sucks. Ripple just sucks. It only yep. makes it only keeps you young if you're. Uh, never mind. I scratch that. Scratch it. Continue. Spoiler. Yep. Scratch it. <laughs> so yeah, mm-hmm. puts on the mask. Nobody knew cared about who he was until that point, and then we cut back to New York, where we get some boring stuff. Wait, before we cut back to New York, during that monologue, one of the reasons he kills Speedwagon is to draw out Joseph. Because he finds out that Joseph inherited the Hamon breathing from his grandfather. <laughs> and I'm like, okay! <laughs> what is that? <laughs> didn't, didn't you take high school genetics? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I thought this was something you learned. I always thought that it just skipped uh, John, Joseph's dad. But there, there, was an, there, there, there was an odd comment in here that was like, yeah, Jonathan's dad could also do it, but then he died like a scrub during the war. No, no, he says he specifically couldn't do it, and we, I, just, I noticed two oh, things. Oh, you mean Joseph's, Joseph's dad. dad. Yes, and Joseph's also, dad. Yeah, it did say he couldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, it says, like, my dad had no such power. And I was like, also, I had no mom. And I'm like, these are just, like, the two, like, most emblematic things of this series. We're just going to cut the female character out entirely. And also, yes. we're not going to name Joseph's dad so we can preserve, like, name equity here on names that start with Joe. <laughs> we need to save them, Victor. <laughs> out real quick. Look, we have the most important female character for now, which is Granny Arena. She's yeah, perfect yeah. in every way. Yes, and always will be. Number one in yep. our hearts. Other than Speedwagon. Oh, sorry. Number two in <laughs> All our right, hearts. So, a, a distant so, second. So Joseph's going to be, be a dick to more jerks in New York, right? 
Yeah, just for no reason. I mean, they're jerks. Like he just just accosts a taxi driver in the middle of the road. <laughs> it's like, cold. listen here, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and they've they've just adapted Smokey for some reason, which you know. All right, cool. Smokey is in a completely different outfit with a completely different <laughs> hairstyle, and I thought there was a time skip because he looks about a foot taller too. <laughs> no, it's because Erina hooked her uh, uh, hooked him up with, 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 like, with a weave, all platform shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I think both. <laughs> so they go for a nice, relaxing dinner. Unfortunately, like I don't. How do I describe a cyborg? Is there like yes. okay, okay? Look, this guy has waiter, waiter <laughs> has a. <laughs> Cyborg attachment on his head, kiss makeup, a Wario mustache, lizard teeth, <laughs> and uh, spiked hair, but he's bald on top. And he's got like, like a like a Joker outfit on. And the steam, what, don't forget the steampunk eyepiece. Like, how dare you make fun of the glorious pigmen of New York? <laughs> <laughs> he's very upsetting. He's not from a different show. He's from a show that doesn't exist. Like, he. Uh, he has to be related to that cop, right? There, there were two I, brothers who just took opposite sides, and they were just like one becomes a cop, one becomes a mafia. I don't know, bozo. But they both suck. Why does he look even worse in the manga? Hold on, oh, I gotta see. Yeah, this. it's it's it's. So I posted what him turning around, <laughs> just slurping spaghetti, and it's just the fucking worst. He, he, God. I don't know. This one feels like a push to me. They look both pretty equally the, bad. The description that we gave for the anime version fully describes the manga version, but it also looks worse. <laughs> it's like his face is melting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his eyes are not the same shape or size or like alignment on his face. His nose is like cubist. Like <laughs> he's eating spaghetti like a maniac. <laughs> like somehow has a bunch of parallel spaghetti noodles in his mouth, drooping out to his fork two feet from his face. And he talks like this. Don't worry. I, I saved many, many pictures of this horrible human being for you so we can so we could talk too. about it for three hours straight because look at this man's mustache look at his pointed teeth he is not human <laughs> no they missed another zombie yeah. i guess no <laughs> there are a lot of zombies in <laughs> more pigmen and uh smoky continues to be problematic here all right that, a little that better not as bad though he's he's I'll got the me. full teenage anakin skywalker look here uh, you know what? <laughs> the pedal. That's a you get the pedal on rat too. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, to add to this guy's monstrous appearance, he's also a mega racist. Go figure. And he, yeah, go That's figure. That's something his, him and his brother have in common. And he's like, I don't want to eat in here with that guy. Like, and so Jojo understandably gets very upset, and he's mm. ready to throw throw fists with him. And Erina stops him. And he's like, why, why are you going to stop me? i got to take care of it. And she's like, oh, I'm not stopping you. Just make sure not to bother anybody else in the restaurant. Don't make a mess. Erina has mess. just like completely lost her patience with the world's shit. She's got these glasses on. She's full Morpheus at this point. <laughs> she looks like a robot. <laughs> she is, she's and, beautiful and elegant. Thank you very much. I, a beautiful and elegant robot, yeah. yeah. So we get some more JoJo poses because... He poses before he yes. fights. He does. 
He poses before he talks. It's true. He poses and, while and, he's talking. He poses while he's doing anything. Every frame is a JoJo pose. <laughs> it's so good. It's good. This is also peak color shifting. Like, it takes 15 seconds for the palette to change entirely. Blacks are pinks. Browns are oranges. It doesn't make any sense, and I love it. And it's it's great. Pre- it's like this for the rest of the two episodes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, now we get a new side of Joseph, where he just starts Sherlocking all over this guy. Yes. <laughs> World's greatest detective, Joseph I love Joestar. it so much. All right, so, so more... It just makes no sense. And he's like, no. Those brass knuckles you're looking for? Check your back <gasps> pocket. Oh, none. What? None. <laughs> Next you're going to say, how did you know that bastard? How did you know that bastard? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's... This is why I really like Joseph Joestar. This is so needless and stupid. It's so good. When he he says the exact thing that Joseph says he's going to say, he's like, whoa! (laughs) Why is he surprised by it that he just walked into this? It's like... Joseph just seems so like proud of himself. I, you know, he's, like, what is one of these that? manga panels of him like searching his pockets? <laughs> I told you, there's a lot we of weird like, four panels of him searching his pocket. Look, I really needed you to see as much as this <laughs> fucking bore as you want as you could. Like he looks like a fucking hunchback here, like with the Igor eyes and. I, like, Victor, everyone knows you search your pockets by T-posing and waving your arms <laughs> in circles. <laughs> That's I, how I, I count, check my pockets. I count six panels for him to reach into his pocket and draw a brass knuckle. <laughs> well, there's, there's, yeah. one, there's a pretty good one right there in the middle where all it looks like he got shocked... And it like looks <laughs> like flies out by lightning. <laughs> well, his hair always looks yeah. great. Mm, all right. So yeah, the guy impales his hand on a <laughs> coat rack and is like, ha, I got you now. And then it zooms out like it's a surprise to him, his hand's impaled. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, in the anime, they cut it to make it look like he just got Jojo right in the face and blood sprays. Yep. And then it's like, oh, sick reveal. This coat rack randomly has some fucking like spikes on it. <laughs> no. He brought a brass knuckles to a coat rack yeah. fight. I... Those are decorative spikes. So I, this is this is one of the first times in this series where it's like, oh, and then Joseph totally got fucking wrecked. Psych, no, he didn't. And it's just gonna keep on doing this over and over again. It's so good. And I love how everyone applauds afterward. It's like JoJo's telling the story later, and then everyone applauds. Can confirm. Typical was Americans clapping and everything. Don't, don't worry, I. I, I have fallen a little bit behind with manga panels, and I know we can't keep on talking about this pig man, but I kind of want to keep on talking about this pig man because. Oh God! With, why is his eye his, there? His eye, his eye dropped like it's a like solid a, inch. It's, it's escaping from his face. I, I think your theory that he's melting might actually be true. <laughs> I, th- I think we need to move past this scene because I can't stand looking at this anymore. But, yeah. Are you sure you don't want me to send like seven more? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Uh, Alright. Alright, fine. Alright, yeah, okay. yeah, I'm I'm good. I, it's just... Uh, hmm. oh, yeah. Okay. 
But anyways, like, this guy's boss shows up, and he's like, oh, sorry about my subordinate. I actually work with Mr. Speedwagon, and, and uh... Turns out he's dead. <laughs> yeah, turns out he's dead, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> oh, God. This guy's face in the manga. It's... That's right. Let's talk about this guy for a little bit. I know we were going to move past it, but let's not move past it. I've said that like eight times, but dear God, does Araki know what a human looks no. like? It, he, <laughs> knows, he knows what a catcher's neck looks like. <laughs> I love that we yeah. keep oh, getting cutaways to Arena, just, just looking all Terminator in the background too. <laughs> she looks like a robot. <laughs> you know, y'all know that art of like Captain America with the chest that's like seven yes. feet too big. That's sort of what that JoJo pose reminds me of for no reason. Uh, I mean, is it because his chest is seven feet too big, but the rest of his body is scaled up to <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Sean. Because <laughs> he's clearly like eight feet tall. Like, he towers over Oh, him. no, we have an exact height for him. I looked it up. So Smokey calls him a 195-centimeter giant earlier in the episode, and that's, you know, close to 6'5". It's 6'4 and change. Jesus oh. Christ. Yeah, he's pretty tall. Yeah, big guy. I mean, that kind of explains Jonathan also. Like, this is where those genetics went. All right. Would y'all would y'all like some sweet arena art? Okay. Yeah, sure. you do. Oh, my God. <laughs> she looks like the kung fu master riding on JoJo's back as she trains <laughs> yes. So, So you know where Joseph got his clothing from, you know, his fashion scent. It, it's... It's awful all the way down. It's trickle down awful. <laughs> I'm still waiting for it to work. <laughs> so we cut to a cafe somewhere where JoJo's asking about breast implants or no, something. Breast, nope. like, really, is he asking for himself? Have you seen his pecs? Yeah, but they could always make. They, they don't make implants the size of his pecs. Like... Just implants Victor. that are like four Victor, feet on. by four feet square. It's very funny that you're very wrong, and will be proved wrong in episode th- the, the two episodes from now. <laughs> oh, okay. So, it's not a uh, ad for implants. It's an ad for uh, bra pads. Oh, okay. But he does make the comment, "Hey, Smokey, do they really make them bigger?" <laughs> sure. Because this is something that you should be talking to like a thirteen-year-old boy about. We have no idea how old Smokey is. He looks like he's 30, so maybe he could be 8 in JoJo years. He he definitely doesn't have the just ridiculous body type that, you know, 12 and 13-year-old Joe stars have. (laughs) That's fair. I just want to take a moment and comment how weird of an edit it is to go from a dinner scene to (laughs) a having lunch scene. It's it's really kind of jarring. Everything in this episode is terrible. Like, this episode cuts around so much. Like, we we cut from, you know, the Joestars to Stryzo, Merc, and Speedwagon, and then we cut back to the Joestar with Smokey in a completely different outfit with completely different hair, no hat and everything, taller, and then we we cut back here and he's back in his old outfit. Like, and I was just like, what what is going on? I with don't know what's happening. Yeah, you're right. He loses the rat tail. Is, is this a different timeline? Is that the secret no, here? No, he just takes it off when he's around Arena for some reason. Oh, okay, yeah. So It was, it was a clip-on rat tail. Yeah, perfect. So, question for y'all. Is having sound effects f- follow you around a vampire power in God, this universe? God, I hope so. 
because it's a dead giveaway that Streisand's I would abso- <laughs> I would absolutely become a vampire if sound effects started following me around. I mean, it wouldn't take that much to get I mean, me to take the dark gift, I mean, you can see the sound, bo- like, you can see the words in the air. <laughs> Chocho sees them. <laughs> yeah, he can just look out the window and he, he immediately knows, oh, there's a fucking vampire. And, like, he, he proves it so much in the next scene, because he walks outside and he's like, hmm, you look familiar. And he's like, oh, it's cold out here, but you're not, you're not putting off any vapor. So... Arena after this whole Speedwagon revelation, which is kind of bogus and handled poorly, uh, <laughs> you know, just why JoJo believes it just seems really counterintuitive to the reasoning you gave. Anyway, uh, so Arena expl- uh, presumably explains everything that happened in Phantom Blood to, to Joseph, right? With Dio and the mm-hmm. mask and Hamon Energy and all of this. Sure. Uh, I want to know, does this take up like seven chapters of the manga? Nope. They don't, no, they don't even. They don't even have it. It's oh, like, I was really like, looking forward to story no, time with Arena. No, they, I mean, there's a little bit. There's like, oh yeah, like the, fifty years ago, it was the mask, and it's like this and that. And it's like two paragraphs, like two bubble text paragraphs. No, because I really would not have put a Pastoraki to just recap all of Phantom Blood in the <laughs> just, same manga. Like, <laughs> like, look, go no. ahead and look at that manga panel that I just posted of like I, I don't know, spooky, Do we spooky mannequin arena. Yeah, that's very <laughs> what weird. the hell. She looks like that picture that got restored poorly. Oh, yeah. Of Christ, <laughs> there was a major tonal shift after they're like, "Oh, Speedwagon's dead," and everybody gets shaded really like dark and like edgy, and mm-hmm. and then uh, JoJo assaults the the mob boss because he they, he insulted like he made Arena sad in front of JoJo, which oh is- damn we missed we missed a big piece of characterization for JoJo regarding Speedwagon in the taxi where he makes lewd insinuations to his grandmother about a possible relationship with Speedway. I, I was going to bring that up because here in my notes it says Arena doesn't want to ride that Speed and then it's Triple D wagon. <laughs> <laughs> See, at the way Joe jo phrases it, he's like, wow, so Speedwagon has been a bachelor this entire time and he was good friends with my grandfather? Yeah, it's because Wait. he's still pining for Jonathan. <laughs> it's that's that's clearly the reason. <laughs> so anyway, we cut back to JoJo killing Strizo with a Tommy gun. Just straight pulls a Tommy gun out from nowhere behind his back. <laughs> and then lampshaded smoky shots. Where did he even get that Tommy gun that he's firing with? Like Strizo I, I really like this scene because Strizo's doing the whole villain vampire thing. I'm going to destroy and then he just shoots him. Like so- brought a vampire to a gunfight so i i I went ahead and like captured that scene because it's the american jojo you get stars (laughs) and stripes behind him as he tommy guns this vampire down which is with like a ten thousand round magazine it's great like there's people in this coffee shop (laughs) everyone understandably loses their mind over this and roundabout plays his head like (laughs) I completely forgot that there was a Tommy gun when I was rewatching this, and I'm, I'm like, holy shit. This, it's, <laughs> it's just out of nowhere. You just don't expect it. This is why this is why Jonathan uh, Joseph is my favorite Joe Star. Because Jonathan probably probably would have like tried to 
I don't know, arm wrestle this vampire because because so, he's a gentleman. Yeah. No. Joseph's gonna Tommy gun this idiot in the fucking street like an animal. God help anyone who happens to get caught in the crossfire. Yeah. Jonathan would have tried to appeal to Stryzo's humanity and like called up memories of Zeppeli and Tom Petty and Dyer and in all of this. There would have been an entire episode's worth of like back and forth where Jonathan tries and fails to turn Stryzo back. Alright. You said you said nah, you said all those that. names, but I literally don't remember any of those people because we haven't had a flashback <laughs> in thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> They're gone. Just yeah. down the memory hole. So, Victor, how did you like the episode? It was so weird and good and bad at the same time. Like, yes, like, just when I was so in when Joseph introduced himself, I said that right. Like, I was like fist yeah. pumping. And it's like part two battle tendency. Yeah, it's Fuck so yeah. good. It <laughs> gets me so hyped. And then the e- episode is just cut so weirdly that I just <laughs> have no idea what's going on at any given moment. Like, why is there this flashback to the airplane? And, like, why? Like, why don't they have parachutes? Why are we not explaining how they got to the scene where Joseph is just heckling this taxi driver? Like, <laughs> it's pretty weird. Like, and then he just like lies to his grandmother. <laughs> just, like, we, we just. Oh, Arena's just standing in the background like Joseph didn't know she was fucking there. And then, like, he just lies to her face and she accepts it like she didn't just watch what happened. <laughs> she knows. She Bad knows. eyesight? Maybe? No. I mean, I guess. I. She's, but she's an enabler. She's a lady. She doesn't have time for this. So, how do you feel, like... I, I feel like this does a very good job of establishing a very different tone than Phantom Blood. Like... Do you dig the change, Victor? Can you feel it? Yeah, I'm glad we're moving away from the really dumb Victorian England Castlevania type stuff because they, ugh, Phantom Blood did not really do that well. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it had moments where it was doing it pretty well. I think. Uh, I mean, I can't really disagree with that because a few moments were all there was because you've got like <laughs> you've got like. <laughs> The episode three where Dio turns into a vampire, which is real good, and then you got like episode eight where Jonathan finally confronts him in the castle, and that's real good, and then everything in between is so terrible. <laughs> well, so essentially, like what we really need is a Phantom Blood cut that is only the scenes Dio. Sure. Appears. Yes. Yes. Well, no, because then we still have story time with Dio. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> we'll, we'll just cut in Zeppeli punching the frog yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright thank you everyone for joining us um, where can everyone find y'all right, you can find me on twitter I'm at Los Grantalonis Los underscore Grantalonis you can find me Tim at BigBlueZam1 where I will be posting all of the manga panels that we have been bitching about They're terrible. I love them they're my children now you can find me on Twitter at TFWaffleMan. Uh, I am there. Talk to me. Don't talk to me. It doesn't really make a difference. I'm a lonely person. <laughs> <laughs> and if you'd like to contact the show, you can find us at JoeStarAllStars at gmail.com. Wait, wait, one last thing, one last thing. Victor, how did Acacia feel? Oh, yeah. Actually... Acacia did not watch this episode. Um, yeah, uh, her mom 
wanted her somewhere for something and I was supposed to go with her and I'm like, look, I've got I've got podcasting to do. So that she like, went without me. Sounds like something not JoJo. It could have been more JoJo. <laughs> it's like, right? Uh, also, uh, you can find podcasts online on Twitter at JoeStarAllStars. Yep, and you can find us at JoeStarAllStars.Fireside.FM uh, and also on iTunes. Oh God, we have so many things. We do. So, so many things. It, we're so professional right now. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So, yes, thank you for all you swinging New York nerds tuning into us tonight. Next, you're going to say goodbye, JoJo. Am I? Goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, goodbye JoJo. JoJo. Ah! Ah! Goodbye, JoJo. <laughs> goodbye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>